They are putting themselves forward before they feel ready. They are putting themselves forward when it's fucking scary. They are putting themselves forward when they are unsure, when they are uncomfortable, because that's when they're going to have the most growth. Because amongst those challenges is when they become who they're going to be. Welcome to the Freedom Found Podcast, the podcast for copywriters and marketers with unruly, against the grain life goals. I'm Crystal Church, copywriter and coach, and together we'll delve deep into everything it takes to grow a profitable, scalable, and fulfilling business from the ground up. Whether you're just starting out or about to hit your next big milestone, I'm bringing you the truth on both the trending and the timeless business growth strategies so you can live out a freedom first, impactful life. Welcome to our community. Thank you for joining me on our latest episode of the Freedom Found Podcast, where we believe that success is not random and with the right community and toolbox, anyone can create a life filled with generosity and impact. Now, you are getting a special multi-part series detailing the secrets of high-performing copywriters. If you have ever seen a copywriter out there that you follow, you get their emails, you see them on social, and you attend the events that they are speaking at, and you wonder, how are they doing it? One day, I want to grow up to be like them. or I love seeing the way that they're putting themselves out there. I don't know if I could do that. I know that maybe I need to. I'm not sure. How are they making this happen? Or what has gone right in their career to get them to this point where this is the success that they're having? And I have a few answers for you. And I'm going to share one in every part of this series for you. So today, thinking about secrets of high-performing copywriters, I have been listening to High Performance Habits by Brendan Bouchard. If you have not read or listened to the audio version of this book, and you are a high achiever, a high performer, I encourage you to do so. He breaks down the six high-performing habits of both entrepreneurs and CEOs and athletes that he has worked with in his incredible career. And there are so many different learning lessons that you can take from that book. Now, thinking about copywriters specifically, I believe a prerequisite to taking big action and then holding big change and progress is first mindset. And you might have thought I was going to come out of the gate and say strategy, and we're going to really dig into the strategies that you need to be running a high-performing copywriting business. But we're not talking about the business yet. We need to first talk about the copywriter, the person behind the brand and the business. Because in everything that I've learned so far in my journey, and I can't wait for the many more lessons that are going to come my way, and I will be blessed with, but so far in my journey, what I've learned is this. Growth or lack of growth so often has nothing to do with the business itself, and so much to do with a copywriter behind it. And now that does not mean there is blame, but it means there might first be some internal work before you can fix some of the strategic pieces or the internal workings of the business itself. So here's what I mean. Let's start with a concept of growth mindset. Carl Dweck, a renowned psychologist, actually is the one who introduced this term. If you're not familiar with it, Basically, he defined this as a belief that one's abilities and intelligence can be developed over time. So for copywriters, this means viewing every challenge as an opportunity for growth. So instead of saying, oh, I can't do that. Oh, I'm not ready for that. Oh, it's too big. A growth mindset encourages us to ask, what can I learn from this situation? Or encourages us to say, I know that ready is a lie. And I know that if I move forward to the next step, I will learn what I need in the process. That is what's going to prepare me for the next phase. So if we think and if we're holding true on the belief that what we know now is what we are always going to know, then 
we're often not going to do anything outside of our regular routine. And we all know that if you want something to change, we have to do something to make it change, right? Change doesn't occur if you're doing the same thing on repeat. So really just starting to absorb Dex's words here, the belief that one's abilities and intelligence can be developed over time. This is the first most important part, developing a growth mindset. And once you've developed it, you have to learn to fully embrace it. And this is often about courage and what can fuel you to be courageous. And this is actually one of Brendan's six high-performance habits. Because courage, the drive internally to step out and do something that might be scary, that might be or is definitely outside of your comfort zone, that is what drives you to take big action, which often causes you to experience big results or big change on the other side of it. Let me share a quick story with you. I remember when I was creating my first course, Ignite Your Inbox, and I was working on this as really one of my first projects for the business, you know, outside of like general marketing or working on client work. This was like the first big thing that I had done for me to progress the business. And honestly, I had no idea what I was getting myself into and I felt way over my head. And initially, I doubted my ability to pull it off. I had a lot of questions like, first of all, who am I? Which we will get to in a moment. And then second of all, I have no idea where to start. And I feel like I need to know 21 million things to be able to actually create this course. And there was never a day in the process of me doing so where I felt completely competent. There were days of tears. I was up at midnight. I was trying to figure out how to create a sales page on Kajabi. And if you have ever tried to do that and you do not know code, let me just tell you, my friend, I see you. (laughs) That is a hard challenge. And this is like in the first six months of my copywriting business. I had no idea what I was doing, but I didn't give up. Instead of giving into that fear, I decided to tackle it piece by piece, learning as I went. Okay, I can identify the next thing I need to do. I can identify what I don't know or what problem I need to fix, and then I'll figure it out. The result, not only did I succeed, but I also gained invaluable skills that have since become a staple in how I move forward through new projects where I don't always know exactly what I need to do or exactly how to make it happen. But the act of putting yourself out there, of having a growth mindset and remembering that I don't need to know it all now, I will learn it in the process, is what enables you to develop your skills, your know-how, and your expertise in something. So then you can level up. And now next time, well, I know how to launch a course. Okay, now I can get better at X or Y or Z related to it, right? So this growth mindset is something I have seen in every single high-performance copywriter that I've worked with. Every single one that comes in, they know what they want. They don't exactly know how to get there or they know where some of the things have gone wrong, but they want somebody to help spot the blind spots, figure out where things are muddled and try to make sense of it so that they can move forward. And I tell you what, They do not let something that they do not know how to do stop them. They do not overthink it. They do not spend any extra time on it. They say, okay, what do I need to do? Let me move forward and I'm going to figure this out. And most importantly, they're not afraid to ask for help in that process, right? So the question is, what can you do to cultivate a growth mindset? Well, first start by setting small achievable goals for yourself. Each time you reach one of those goals, you're not just checking off a box, right? 
you're proving to yourself that growth is possible. And every single successful copywriter that you have in your mind, who you thought of at the beginning of this podcast episode, whomever you see and you're like, wow, they are doing a great job. I hope one day I can do something similar to them, or I hope one day I could step out with the energy that they step out with. Remember that they did not used to have that. Remember that they had to get to this point by doing a lot of things they didn't know how to do, by doing a lot of things before they felt ready for them. And that brings me to point number two today is overcoming imposter syndrome. Now, I don't know if we truly ever overcome it, but I know we learn how to master it. And this sneaky feeling that you are not as competent as others perceive you to be comes up for almost everybody. Believe it or not, it is something that most successful people face. Imposter syndrome can make you feel like a fraud, as if you're just waiting to be found out. But here's the truth. Feeling unsure doesn't make you a fraud. It actually just makes you human. What's more important is not to let these feelings stop you from pursuing your goals. I've personally had moments where I felt like I did not belong. Did not belong in the room. Maybe didn't even belong in the room I was creating. If you'd seen in my journey, you've seen me host different events and put rooms together. And I am always an advocate for saying, if you want to do something, don't wait for the room to find you. Make the room, right? Make the room and let other people say, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that you invited me. And you're like, whoo, I, girl, you are on my dream list. Are you kidding me? Right? We have all been in the position of feeling like we are not good enough. We are not expert enough. We are not there yet. Or maybe like we don't even belong in the room that we're in. But I've learned that these moments are the opportunities to remind myself of my accomplishments and the hard work that got me there. That there is a reason somebody invited you, or there is a reason somebody said yes to your invitation, or there's a reason that that client wants to work with you. They're not on that sales call with you by mistake. There's something that compels them to come and talk to you about a project or about your expertise, right? So this concept that there are some of us that are imposters and some of us that are not doesn't make any sense. I can tell you that from my friends and colleagues and peers at all stages in entrepreneurship, from the very beginnings to multi, multi multi-million dollar business owners, they all feel like imposters at one point or another. So I'm not sure that we overcome it, but it's something that we can learn to master and how we react to it, respond, speak to it. Now for me, when that thought comes up, I look at the facts. And I say, why not me? Okay. Have I done this? Yes. Okay. Do I have something to offer? Yes. Okay. Can I bring value to anybody in here? Yes. Okay. Then this is a place I need to be. And value comes in many, many different forms. And again, coming back to that growth mindset, I think imposter syndrome and growth mindset, they really go hand in hand because a lot of times we feel like we need to know more to not be an imposter. But the thing is, in order to know more, you have to do more, which means doing more before you feel ready which means doing more when you might feel like an imposter. So the best absolute thing that you can do for yourself is to step forward and start doing more and start progressing in a way that you might think is out of your comfort zone. You might feel it in your bones. You might feel like you've got clammy hands, like you're putting yourself out there and you are nervous AF depending on what it is that you are about to do. That is what's gonna tell your mind when you're done, hey, you know what? Maybe I'm not an imposter because I just fucking did that for the first time and I rocked it. Does that mean it has to be perfect? Nope. It just means that you have to do it. And by you doing it, you are learning skills. 
right? You are teaching yourself how to be in that environment. You're also teaching your nervous system how to handle being in that environment and reminding your brain that you belong there. The more times, this is what I see from copywriters that hold themselves back and aren't displaying those high performance habits that copywriters do. I see them saying somebody else would be better suited. This isn't my time. This isn't my place. Are you sure you don't want so-and-so? Um, yes, I'm sure. I asked you, my friend, right? Somebody is there for you. You are in the room, whatever room that is. You are in that opportunity. You are creating that opportunity. You are talking to that person. You are talking to that audience, whatever it is. They're there for you. Own it. Let yourself just exhale into that experience. Let yourself absorb what that is like and learn from it. Increase that knowledge, right? With our growth mindset, increase that experience. And in turn, then the next time you do it, it's going to be easier. And the next time you do it, it's going to be easier. And I guarantee that imposter syndrome voice is going to get quieter and quieter and quieter as you do that same thing. And as you continue to grow, this is how you master it is because you learn to put yourself forward anyways. The highest performing, the most successful copywriters that I see and that I work with, they are not holding back on what they want. They are not holding themselves back from the actions that will get them what they want. They are putting themselves forward before they feel ready. They are putting themselves forward when it's fucking scary. They are putting themselves forward when they are unsure, when they are uncomfortable, because that's when they're going to have the most growth. Because amongst those challenges is when they become who they're going to be. So I challenge you, don't hold yourself back. Nobody else is doing that. It's always us. I speak from experience. I am the number one person holding myself back. 99% of the time. It's not the strategies. It's not other elements. It's me not taking action on what I know isn't working with the strategies or what I need to do to fix it. It's me not taking action on what I need to do to tighten up our team or to create a new way to serve and move forward with our audience. It is me holding back on not putting myself into a new scary position that I know could help the business, that I know could help bring me what I need to do. It is always me. So I am continually having this internal dialogue with myself and it gets easier and easier and easier over time. I don't know if it ever goes away. Ask me in 5, 10, 20 years. I don't know. But at this point in my journey, I can tell you that I've done a lot of reading about this and even the most successful people in their careers still feel like imposters there, still feel like they're going to get found out, like somebody's going to realize that they don't belong and they should not be getting awarded or having the recognition that they are having. I think it's just being human and being humble. And it has the potential to be the most hidden holdback in your growth, in your business, in your journey. So I'm just going to challenge you today. You listened to this episode for a reason. Is this somewhere where you're holding yourself back? I think most of the time, for most of us, there's a way in which we are holding ourselves back from bigger opportunities because we don't think that they're for us. My friend, they are. They 100% are. What's the worst that can happen? It doesn't work. Great. Pick it up. Try it again. Let's go. Those that are most successful, those that you look up to, do you think that they did not have failures? Do you think that they got everything right on the first try? Absolutely not. And thank goodness, because, oh my gosh, how much pressure would that be? It's such a more beautiful world to live in knowing that they all made mistakes, which means that we can make mistakes and we can still end up where they are. That is true, A, growth mindset, and B, mastering your imposter syndrome. It's just that attitude of saying, you know what, I'm going to do it anyway. 
It's scary, but I know ready is a lie, and I'm going to step out and do it anyway. And now the next piece for this, once you realize, okay, it's time, let's go. It's in deep visualization and goal setting. The most successful copywriters that I've worked with have taken our big vision, goal setting, and visualization work to heart so seriously. This is something I do at the beginning of all of our programs because it is essential to get you on the right track for growth. Visualization is not just daydreaming. This is a strategy used by athletes, entrepreneurs, and yes, successful copywriters. And it's about clearly picturing where you want to be. It's about seeing yourself achieving your goals. This practice can be incredibly motivating, even liberating, seeing yourself already there, especially on days when things get tough. For me, I can tell you, the only freaking reason I am here right now is because I've used visualization and goal setting on an extremely regular basis. Dale and I have lived on this beautiful tropical island for the last two years. We literally are in a honeymoon destination for Europe. We've got white sand beaches, turquoise waters out here in Mauritius, which is an island kind of nestled between the Maldives, the Seychelles, and Madagascar. It is stunning with these jagged volcanic peaks we get to climb and summit and these beautiful waters that we get to go and swim with turtles and lionfish and spend mornings on my paddleboard. This did not happen by mistake. I say that all the time because I get asked frequently, how'd you end up in Mauritius? Well, intentionally, it was a lifestyle choice. It was a business choice. How could I design my dream life and actually get it before retirement, before I felt like I quote unquote should, right? And so I used visualization and goal setting. And two plus years ago, when Dale and I were still living in Singapore, I just retired him from his teaching job. This was before he even knew and I knew that he was going to come and work in the business eventually. That year, he and I sat down and we made vision boards and we didn't really know what we wanted. But if you look back at mine now, holy shit, there was so much white sand, turquoise water, hammocks over the beach, books, family, trips, safari, so many things that like I just felt called like to live this life and say, okay, dream life. I've quit my job. What do I actually want to do? Where do I actually want to be? And we had very similar boards. And guess what? We then found somewhere to make it happen. It's not just about visualizing something and it falls in your lap. No, you visualize it. You set goals and you say, how am I going to make it happen? And you need concrete strategies and a path or a roadmap to get you there. That's what we did here, right? The exact same thing is true for every next step that we are planning. Dale and I are moving to Barcelona, Spain so soon. I cannot freaking wait. We're ready for a change to do something different. And that's going to fit really nicely in with our new business goals that we have to be more connected, right? So visualization and goal setting is a must. And first and foremost, I don't start just a year out. I start five, 10 years out. What kind of life do I want to be living? What kind of house am I waking up in? How am I working in the business? How am I not working? How many hours am I working? How many hours am I not working? Those are the questions I want you to ask yourself and journal on it. I have our clients journal on this and oh my goodness, the realizations that they come to about how they actually want to work and oftentimes it surprises them. It's different to what they thought that they were going to say. You might think that you want a big agency and realize, well, actually, I don't want to be responsible for very much in 10 years. 
maybe I need to create something more passive. What does that look like? You can go back a couple episodes and listen to the art of passive income for copywriters. And I detail all of that for you. So I want you to think about specific, measurable, attainable, and relevant time-bound goals. These are called SMART goals. Specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound, right? And take a moment. You can do this each day. You can do this quarterly. What I want you to do now is I want you to go and I want you to do this for your big vision. So we're talking 10 plus years out. Where do you want to end up? Because one of the biggest mistakes that people make is just sitting in the same year over and over and over thinking, oh, one day I'm going to make this change. One day this is going to be the business I want to be in. One day I'm going to be out of being the bottleneck of my agency. One day I'm going to create more revenue and not actually making any change now. So we want to use this goal setting and visualization for the long term to then help you work backwards and say, okay, if that's what you want in 10 years, what do you want in one year? Like what's the 10% jump up to get there, right? And remember that so much about being a high-performing copywriter is just belief in yourself and willing to fuck it up, willing to make a mistake, willing to get out there, get messy. If you are not willing to do those things, it's going to take you a lot longer to grow. If you are ready to grow, it's time to roll up your sleeves, to get messy, and take action before you feel ready, because ready is never going to come. It only comes when you're already there. Now, as we wrap up today's episode, remember that the journey of a thousand miles only ever begins with one single step. Start shifting your mindset and you'll be amazed at how far you can actually go. And remember, if you found value in today's episode, please don't hesitate to leave us a review or share this with a fellow copywriter who you think would love to hear about the secrets of high-performing copywriters. Let's spread the word that the right mindset and possibilities are endless. And if you're looking to dive deeper into scaling your copywriting business and you want to learn how I do this inside of our Freedom Found Collective Mastermind, a program for experienced copywriters ready to triple their revenue and build a lifestyle that they love this year, then DM me the word strategy and we can hop on a call, take inventory of your business, give you some takeaway strategies so you know exactly what you should be working on next. And if it's a right fit, talk to you about the mastermind and how we could potentially support you within there. All you need to do is head over to DM me the word strategy on Instagram and I'll catch up with you personally. Until next time, keep writing, keep growing, and keep believing in yourself. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for being a part of this growing community. If you enjoyed listening to this free episode, the most impactful thing you can help us do is head over to leave a review or forward this episode to a copywriter or entrepreneur friend who you know would head not along to today's conversation and use the key takeaways to create more growth in their own business. Thank you for your support and catch you next time.